On today's Into Your Head number 662, verifying so-called fiction, round boxing rings, why mother nature should specialise more, how to instantly live in the future without time travel, a new way to breed free-range chickens in the sky, hygiene in a world without poverty, OCD-friendly podcasting, why we don't have hemp newspapers and why it's a fucking tragedy, how supreme beings create infinite time and waste it, how dogs decide where to pee, and lots more. This is a prelude to the opening segment of today's Into Your Head podcast. And I say that only because the opening segment ends in me saying hello, and if I put too much in before it without calling it a prelude, uh, it'll sound like I'm saying hello halfway into the show, uh, which will just sound disorganised. You have to put a bit of thought into these things, you know. I know I make all this up as I go along, but I do organise it uh, uh, into oh, to make it usable in some way. I don't just go in, oh there's a two cats walk into a bar story, we'll stick that in at the beginning uh, there's me saying hello I'll put that in the middle somewhere there's an ad break, I'll put that five seconds in uh, into the beginning and then I'll just leave the end blank for five minutes and have a sit coffee sit, wow good casting at the end. Uh, no no a bit more thought goes into it than that I can tell you uh, by me, uh, me the sole producer of this podcast Ah, this podcastual unit. Uh, this po- is that what you call it? A unit? I suppose it is. We are a unit. Unit. Me and uh, me and the nobody else who's here are a unit who create this work of uh, work of podcastual art. Anyway, uh, hello, hello. Uh, in case I haven't said it already, and in case you don't bother staying with me into the next segment during which I say it again. Hello, when I was saying it during that recording, I didn't know I was saying it again. I thought I was saying it for the first time uh, but no, as it turns out, I've disproved myself. The me of the future has come in here uh, and causing trouble, uh, claiming to be here in the guise of uh, putting in a prelude uh, but no, I have to make hell, I have to cause trouble wherever I go to my past self. I'm surprised the future me, uh, the further future me doesn't step in here and interrupt myself. Maybe he will. If you, I don't know who can I say what? Who am I to say what's to happen? Maybe I'm tempting fate there now. Uh, I don't know. You never know with these things. At least I don't. Maybe you do. Maybe you're some sort of a freaking scientist who studies time and chance and uh, time and motion and chance. I don't know. Uh, if you are, send me your winning lottery ticket, uh, or just oh, stick it in a stick it in a donation to uh, into your head at gmail.com. Uh, via PayPal. Anyway, where was I? Oh yes, uh, hello, this is a prelude. 
Uh, it's like the it's like when you start a book and you say here's the prelude to the book and here's the introduction and here's the foreword and here's the contents page and here's the name of the book in case you'd forgotten this during all these pages that occur between the front cover and the beginning of chapter one uh, they have another title page in there it'll say hello uh, you're reading uh, the following book uh, you're f- fucking 15 pages into it and it hasn't started yet and then they have a blank page for some reason and then they have a thing saying uh, this book is being published by uh, if it ever gets written it's being published by the following and is copyright and here's the ISD number for OCD readers who want to arrange all their books in order uh, you're not a frigging library you're a person with too many books in the year 2013 when you could be listening to podcasts and audio book- books instead you fucking idiot uh, but oh no people are still buying books they're buying books and cds and crap as people on oh there's people on the train they're reading gigantic newspapers that are big enough to cover the door of the train they'll read them and then they'll throw them in the bin uh, fucking absolutely fucking ridiculous uh, recycle your fucking newspaper at least don't fucking just throw it in some big bin in the fucking train station somewhere you wasteful cut uh, there's only so much of course in the old days uh, if they'd been allowed in the old days uh, if you hadn't if you Americans hadn't banned everything we'd have paper now that was made from uh, oh that stuff uh, that they grow the marijuana out of that makes fine paper and you, uh, you can grow a marijuana plant and make paper I was listening to this on the what you call the thing the other day I was listening to the what's his name program and he said uh, oh uh, they wanted to make uh, some publisher who makes uh, oh print stuff uh, protested they said I want you to ban this marijuana and the reason he wanted to do it because he didn't want some competitor coming in and making paper out of freaking uh, what you call it hemp because uh, that would be much more sustainable oh he would just set up his hemp factory and make his hemp paper out from his hemp forest that gets replanted every three months uh, be very efficient so he said he put a stop to that and that's why you can't have drugs over there now or anywhere else uh, so well done uh, because of you banning drugs we have people going round uh, with rainforests and putting them in the bin on the train platform absolutely fuck what's a rainforest anyway all forests have rain have you got a forest that's never had rain on it then it's a desert it's not much of a forest uh, stop with these crap uh, stop with it anyway where else oh yes this is the prelude the prelude to today's podcast you will program uh, I didn't mean to get all serious there this isn't the news and current affairs discussion program. Uh, Joe Rogan, that's who I was listening to. The Joe Rogan experience uh, presented by Joe Rogan. Uh, he's a party fellow. He used to do programs on the television over there. He'd do deathmatch challenge and he'd commentate on people beating him up on some sports channel. He'd say, oh, uh, here's a fella here. Uh, they're going to weigh these two fellas and if they both agree that they're within an acceptable weight, they're going to allow each 
other to attempt to beat the crap out of each other. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, boxing is fantastic. Uh, you basically you set up a rope going round in the ring, except it's square-shaped, not ring-shaped usually, which is a lot neater as far as I'm concerned. I'd, I'd much prefer a square ring than a freaking circular ring. How would you? If you wanted to have a true circular ring, you'd have to fucking put poles every two inches, and then it would still just be like a, a, a hexagonal thing or something. How you couldn't make a perfect ring with a couple of ropes. You'd have to have a round, uh, specially made round fancy thing, and then you'd hurt yourself against it. You wouldn't want boxers hurting themselves against a hard real thing. So no, it has to be a square ring. Uh, I suppose you could have a hexagonal one, I suppose. But still, uh, anyway, uh, here's the show. Two boxers walk into a ring, or climb into it rather, uh, whatever you want to call it that, I wouldn't call uh, pushing yourself in between two ropes uh, to be climbing, although I suppose the ring is up on a stage, so you have to climb up onto the stage and then over one ring, uh, but no, if that's a big ordeal for you, uh, then uh, you're going to have a major problem with what's, your, what's ahead, uh, which is uh, 20 minutes of having the shit kicked out of you by some one uh, so I hope you're ready for it uh, but no no as I say if you can't handle climbing into a ring uh, then you really shouldn't be climbing into the ring at all unless you're uh, one of the maintenance staff and the matches isn't on at present and you're you're calling in to clean up or something but if you don't do that they could take down the they could open up the ring and let you just walk in instead of climbing in uh, have a bit of a step ladder to step up onto the stage there's no need for you to be doing or the climbing through the ropes at all. Uh, put a frigging gate in the ropes for the cleaning staff, for Christ's sake. I yeah, want some 85 year old woman having to climb over a frigging uh, climb over a rope fence thing just to clean up your blood. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, people need to put more thought into these things. A bit of thought uh, injected into these things uh, could make a world of difference. It's called design. Uh, design. There's loads of people, there's people in college right now doing design courses and they think I'm going to change the world, I'm going to be the next Steve Jobs, I'm going to be the I'm going to be the next fella in Apple who rings up Google to say, Oh, I see uh, the green in your letter G is slightly the wrong colour when it shows up on this new phone thing that I'm creating. I'm just going to have someone have a designer work on that for you if you don't mind. Uh no no, he'll be like that. Uh, but no, design some important fucking things and so not that a frigging gate into a ring is important uh, well it mightn't be important to you but it's important to you if you're uh, 94 year old years old and you're uh, hired to clean up the blood in a ring uh, then I can tell you then it'll matter to you it'll be too late to do anything about it then because you can't go and uh, you're unlikely to be able to get a job in design uh, based on your CV which will say oh for the last 20 years I've been mopping up blood uh, no, no, it doesn't work like that, sadly. Uh, so, no, think ahead. Uh, think ahead, as they say. Uh, so, as I say, I'm saying it now if they don't say it. So, uh, if they don't say it, you have a recording here that you can use of me saying it. I say it again for you. I'll isolate the words to make it easier for you. Think ahead. Now, it's also just occurred to me that this 
This program is published under a Creative Commons No Derivatives uh, license, uh, and you're, so you're not allowed to make derivative works from this. Uh, well, I hereby waive, uh, just for this segment, uh, I hereby waive the No Derivatives works thing for the sole purpose uh, that you can have a, oh, you can edit out a separate thing of me saying, uh, what was I said, I said, uh, no, think ahead, yes, think ahead. Uh, so you can isolate think ahead and I'll allow that but normally no no derivative works are allowed of this uh, podcast you can do the think ahead thing I probably should have thought of that earlier but I didn't Uh, oh Christ the irony I didn't think of uh, how I was going to let you use the think ahead thing uh, legally earlier isn't it so so, so ironic Alanis Morissette will be in here now with her frigging uh, with her frigging microphone and their guitar player they'll be going oh isn't it ironic isn't it fucking ironic and then someone will punch her in the face and she'll say oh that's ironic too and then someone else will uh, some brain surgeon will come in and operate on her and accidentally increase her IQ and then she'll realise that it's not ironic at all she'll come to her senses Uh, then that'll be ironic Uh, that's the irony of it now uh I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking, what the fuck is this? It's a Tuesday. Uh, Into Your Head podcast does not come out on a Tuesday. It comes out on Wednesdays and Saturdays at midnight GMT exactly. Well, no, not anymore. Uh, as announced uh, quite some time ago, in fact, uh, I dropped the strict schedule. to still be approximately the same amount of material on average per week. Uh, but some weeks there'll be less, some weeks there'll be more, and it won't be released according to a schedule because we're not all frigging OCD here well I am a bit OCD but you're not and I have to cater for you my non-OCD audience uh, that's not to say that I uh, refuse to cater for OCD audiences uh, but if you're an OCD audience uh, feel free to make your own private uh, feed repeater feed of my podcast and have a release uh, podcasts uh, on a schedule I don't know how you do it as well ways you could do that uh, just keep it a private feed because I don't want duplicates of my feed available I make sure I make damn sure to hell is Christ that it doesn't do it in a way that annoys me because uh, if you annoy me I can tell you uh, then if you annoy me I can tell you there'll be wigs on the green that's what they used to say back in the old days they'd say there'll be wigs on the green uh, meaning there'd be a fight on the green and there'd be wigs flying all over the place because uh, apparently wigs used to fly all over the place uh, unlike uh, unlike chickens and hens which uh, supposedly have wings but they can't fly uh, wigs can fly you'd be able to make, oh, make all sorts of artificial apparatuses that can fly even though they're not I used to have a bear that could fly my father would throw across the room he'd say flying lessons Bowsy and Bowsy would fly across the room didn't have any wings at all uh, was probably made ironically from uh, sheep's stuffing uh, wool made from a sheep uh, and yet he could fly a frigging chicken supposedly can't fly uh, we don't know because we keep them under cages if they can't fly you don't need to be keeping them in a frigging cage uh, put them in a frigging uh, I don't know put them in a thing in the sky hang them in an open a thing in the sky because uh, they're not going to try and fly out of it just put them on a platform on the cloud somewhere uh, to save space you'll be able to give them loads of space on the cloud they're, they're not chickens are light. You could just put them if you can 
make an artificial cloud strong enough to hold the weight of a chicken, uh, then you could make a huge open space uh, that wouldn't cost you any money and property, and you could just have a floating chicken farm and have free-range chickens that'd be able to, oh, they'd have miles and miles and miles of cloud surface to walk around on, and they'd have fantastic fresh air. It'd be absolutely fucking fantastic. That's how you do free-range chicken farming. Don't give me any of this crap. In fact, now that I think about it, it'd probably be raised, raised so healthily then that they'd probably, uh, their wings would evolve and they'd develop the ability to fly. Uh, but we'll deal with that when the time comes. Evolution doesn't happen overnight, you know. Unlike, uh, unlike non-evolutionary stuff. Uh, stuff like, for example, the Great Flood uh, that Noah uh, dealt with. That happened overnight. Uh, no, the thing about the evolutionary stuff is that we have millions of years to deal with it. You don't get millions of years to deal. Uh, if Jesus Christ comes back down here tomorrow and says we're ending the world now, uh, he's not going to say, oh, we're going to do it over a phase basis over the next seven billion years. Uh, no, no, he'd probably do it overnight, uh, which seems unfair and unreasonable considering the amount of time he's created. Uh, he's created millions of years worth of time, uh, but he won't make use of it. No, no, he'll just say, you're all going to die now today in the next six hours or so. Uh, we're on a schedule here. Uh, there's no, uh, time isn't infinite, you know, uh, even though he made time infinite. Anyway, two flying chickens fly into a bar. Uh, one of the flying chickens uh, immediately lands on the bar counter and says, hello, can I have a pint of your finest bird seed, please? And the man behind the bar says, uh, certainly, uh, young chicken, can I see your uh, age verification card, please? And the chicken says, uh, what? And the man behind the bar says, I said, may I see your age verification card, please? Or words to that effect. In fact, I think that was just those were the exact words I used. I don't have a, I don't have an exact memory of the exact words I used, but I'm pretty sure that was very, very close. And the chicken says, oh, uh, I didn't realise I'd need to identify myself. And the man behind the bar says, you don't. You just need to provide verification of your age so we can... Uh, check that here above the legal age to buy alcohol, uh, which in this region I believe is uh, 18. You have to be 18 years of age. And the chicken says, well, I'm not 18 years of age. And the man behind the bar says, uh, well, it's a good job I checked, isn't it? Uh, and the chicken says, but I haven't produced any age verification. Uh, so your so-called system of uh, age verification hasn't worked in this case. This has only worked because I volunteered the information that I'm not over 18. Uh, you're, uh, and have, if I had a card now, it would just be a waste of my money and time to own this the card. Because uh, already, we've already established that I'm too old for you to sell beer to me. And the man behind the bar says, you could have got a fake card. But the chicken says, uh, but I'm a chicken. It would have been a bit obvious. Uh, even grown-up chickens, I don't think even live to be 18. How do they? I don't know. Uh, but I'm a chicken and the man says I must say you make a good point you make a good point are you one of these organic free range chickens you probably are because you seem to have flown into a bar here and you can fly was that a trick or something did you just climb up on the roof and then jump down through the skylight and flap your 
Uh, flop your useless wings about her or you're really flying. And the chicken says, what's the difference? Is there any difference? If it has the same effect, I landed here on your counter, didn't I? And the man says, I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. Uh, I don't know very much about chickens myself, to be perfectly honest. I know more about uh, the bar trade and liqueur and all that other stuff. Not really into chickens. Uh, no offence, I like chicken. I serve chicken and chips at the lunchtime trade here. But someone else cooks those. And the chicken says, I'm not remotely offended at hearing that you don't cook chickens. Thank you very much for uh, thinking of my feelings though uh, and then he says anyway uh, have a glass of orange juice please and the man behind the bar says do chickens drink orange juice and the chicken says uh, well we're about to find out aren't we and the man says I suppose we are would you want ice with that and the chicken says no thank you no ice I'd like to warm up a bit I've been outside in the cold and the man says fair enough here's your here's your orange and the uh, uh, chicken says, I didn't ask you for an orange, I asked you for an orange juice. And the man behind the bar says, uh, I can't just hand you a liquid, it has to be contained in something, so it's contained inside this orange. And the chicken says, I suppose that's fair enough. Uh, would you mind peeling it for me? And the man behind the bar says, not at all, wouldn't mind that at all. Uh, do you want the peelings or the orange itself or both? And the chicken says, I don't know, which do you recommend? And the man behind the bar says, uh, well, I've never tried to eat uh, orange peel. I've only eaten uh, orange itself. And I have to say, I was quite happy with it. Although, who's to say that peel doesn't taste better? I don't know. I suggest you try both. The chicken says, fair enough. Uh, so he takes the, the chicken takes the orange and the orange peelings. Uh, has a lick of the orange peeling. He says, Christ, that's very dry. That's made me thirsty now. Uh, can I have a glass of orange juice, please? And the man behind the bar says, certainly, sir. Would you like ice with that? And the chicken says, no, thank you. And the man gives him a, a glass of orange juice. And the chicken downs it in one. And he says, oh, that went down very quickly. I better be careful. I better slow down before I turn into a duck or something. I'll get an orange beak. And the man behind the bar says, does that really happen? And the chicken says, I don't know. I think it's just a cartoon thing. And the man behind the bar says, but you're not a cartoon. And the chicken says, I never said I was. Did I, did I say I was a cartoon? I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Uh, do you want to check back the notes of this or something and see if there's any record of me saying uh, that I'm a cartoon? I think you'll find there isn't. And the man behind the bar says, okay, everybody calm down, take a chill pill, uh, have another sip of orange juice. Uh, do you want another orange juice? And the chicken says, no thanks, I still have to tackle this orange that you gave me for some reason. Uh, let's see, uh, I suppose I just tear it apart with my clothes and then lick her up off the counter. And the uh, man behind the bar says, do chickens lick stuff up off floors? I don't think I've ever seen that. I think they just uh, stub their beak at bits of coal and hope they jump up into their face so they can chomp on them. I don't think they really lick stuff. Although they must do. Do they drink water? They must, uh, surely to Christ they must be able to lick stuff. I don't know. Or do they drink it from a trough? I don't know. And the chicken says, I don't know either. I just do it automatically. It's on impulse. So I don't know. Never really talk about it. 
but as such a thing as overthinking things, you know. And the man behind the bar says, I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. It's probably time for an ad break now, is it? And the chicken says, it is indeed. Uh, this kind of crap has to finance itself, you know, nowadays during a recession. The man says, that's true. That's true. Into your head the podcast dual arts at no cost to you just click through the amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything even if you use amazon uk or canada we'll take your weird foreign money here we're not proud just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate amazon banner if you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program email studio at intoyourhead.com remember we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats and stuff. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big shit-eating, shit-steaming. Uh, oh, there's a bird walking. Uh, there's a bird walking along the wall along which cats usually walk. It's gone now. There's a big fucking huge black bird. Uh, I don't know if it's a black bird. I'm not familiar with my bird types. They all look the same to me. Uh, they're just things that my cats kill and eat. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Interstate Cat Highway, a tall wall which separates uh, this estate from the next one and is fully visible from my studio window and is usually traversed by cats uh, as they leave and approach the house. Oh, it was being traversed by a walking bird. Uh, here I am doing a whole show that's full of chickens evolving and stuff. And on the very day that I'm doing that, I see a bird walking along the cat wall. Is it evolving into a cat or is it uh, trying to pursue a cat or is it, I don't know, is it escaping out the area to see if it's cats, uh, if it's full of cats, which indeed it is. Uh, this road is full of cats. There's at least seven cats uh, living in this road at the moment, all of whom belong to me. Uh, some of the neighbours have cats too. So it's a very cat-dense area. So if you're a bird who comes in here uh, looking for a safe hideout, uh, well, for one thing, it's an open, a big, huge, open green area with only walls on two sides, uh, which are patrolled by cats all the time. So I wouldn't really call it a safe hiding place if I was a bird. Although if I was a bird, I wouldn't understand any of this. I'm not freaking Dr. Doolittle here. They're not going to understand it. Uh, Dr. Doolittle uh, incidentally could talk to the animals but they couldn't understand the fucking word he said. Uh, so let's not get too excited over that. Uh, for another thing he was fictional supposedly. We're told uh, that's another thing now. We're told in these fictional books they'll say this is a fictional story uh, which for a start is a lie. It's a real story that exists. Uh, if you're holding it in a book in front of you, it's a real story uh, but then they'll say, uh, the people in this are fictional, they'll claim uh, but they don't pro provide any proof of this. Uh, don't believe everything you hear, especially in the introduction to a work of fiction because that's all lies. They'll say, oh the people in here aren't real uh, who says they're not real? Uh, show me some scientific proof and then I'll look into it, give me some evidence 
Uh, the four words to, uh, uh, to a work of fiction should be written by a journalist with some scientific experience who can uh, in- do a little investigation and determine uh, as an independent commentator whether or not uh, there's truly fictional uh, what's happening in the book. Because uh, otherwise, what's the point? The whole point of fiction is that you apply some of it to your real world. Otherwise, you might as well be just... Uh, we might as well all be just living, living in a video game game all the time in a massively online worldwide internet game ah one of those things the kids play they go into world of warcraft and say hello i'm going to get myself an avatar here he's going to look like a oh he's going to look like me except uh, less real uh, and then i'm going to abandon myself and climb into the video game and go around Ah, go around spending virtual money on virtual things and enjoy it. Uh, Party virtual things are very enjoyable because they don't bring with them as many responsibilities. Uh, Real things. This real coffee cup here, for example. I did enjoy its contents, but in due course now I'm going to have to bring it downstairs and wash it because that's my responsibility. And then if I want to ever enjoy it again, I'm going to have to uh, set up the coffee machine to go again and put coffee in it. What is this? That's life. Yeah, everything can't be a big barrel of fun. If you're going to have a big barrel of fun, uh, first you have to get the barrel and clean out the barrel every now and then, depending on what kind of fun you're having in it, I suppose. But no, you have to. Uh, there's high hygiene has to be attended to. Uh, someone has to set up a barrel factory and make the barrels. We can't all just decide. Oh, uh, we've di- we've discovered gold here. There's someone in the world discovered enough gold. Uh, let's say to keep everyone rich for the rest of eternity we can't just say oh we can all just sit playing in barrels now no because somebody has to make the barrels some poor bastard uh, who's got as much gold as everyone else uh, he's going to still be forced to go work in some factory making fucking barrels that's absolutely ridiculous uh, someone's going to have to be driving the gold around to distribute it uh, we're going to have to start forcing people to work uh, if that ever happens if everyone becomes no, rich no, uh, if you don't mind I'm going to interrupt myself there because I was finished uh, well I was finished I just hadn't stopped yet. I didn't know I was finished. I kept rambling on for another few seconds before deciding I was finished, uh, even though I was finished already. Just hadn't. It took the me of the future to step in here and let the me of the past know. uh, Because, of course, me here in the future, I have uh, new information that the me in the past doesn't have. It's perfectly reasonable. He wasn't being stupid or anything. He just didn't know because he's not frigging psychic. The me of the past is no more psychic psychic than I am. It's just that I have the advantage of being here in the future. Uh, Living in the future is great. I live in the future all the time. Uh, You should too. Uh, If you want to go live in the past, you might as well just say, oh, I'm just going to go live in the past. Uh, But you can't, because we don't have fucking time travel yet. Uh, Maybe we will at some point in the future. We certainly won't find it in the past. You'll find it in the future. That's why I say live in the future. Uh, uh, live in the ah, live in the 
Of course, it's a relative thing. I can't travel into the future. But uh, thinking of me from the past a couple of minutes back that I interrupted uh, just by thinking about him, I'm in the future. I position myself in the relative future. So you think about things in the past and you say, oh, uh, today I'm in the future. And that's how you that's how you live in the future. No time travel necessary. Uh, no, oh, no purchase necessary, as they say. You're not going to have to go and purchase a, a time machine. It's just a relative thinking thing, and we could all benefit from it. Uh, you could benefit from it too, probably. You could say, oh, I'm in the future now. A minute ago, I was listening to a thing where a fella recommended that I live in the future, and now, compared to that moment, I'm in the future, so I'm living in the future. Into your head! Sojourn to Nibbet by me. Every Monday afternoon, without a deviation, I climb aboard an army tank and ride it to the station. On arrival, I dismount and purchase me a ticket. Then off I go along the track to destination Nibbet. Nibbet is a city of which very little's known, but for the last decade or so, I have there weekly flown. It might be for the discount stores, which sell cheap toiletries. More likely, it's because I like to go there to catch bees. Oh, that's fantastic. That's a poem I wrote many years ago. You want another poem? You probably do. I wandered lonely as a wasp that floats on high o'er vales and hills. Gets spotted by a wasp hunter who lifts his gun, takes aim and kills. I strolled and pondered why we're here, and clocked up several hours of thinking. Eventually my mind did clear, and into logic I did peer. Uh, clear as a bell it all began, became, ah bollocks, clear as a bell it all became. My doubts, they did begin to wane, just in case I reconsidered, but clarity was still unhindered, except in the reading of this poem. Uh, the clarity is crap. Uh, anyway, it's obvious, it seemed to me, a lower species we must be. Otherwise, why would we be got? Eight lives less than the humble cat. I think that's enough for that. That's enough. You can overdo the whole uh, reading your old writings out. Uh, especially since you haven't written anything in years. I'm running out of stuff. I'm running out of writings to read. Uh, maybe I should start uh, writing down stuff that I've said on the podcast. And going the other way. I go backward. I start, oh, start making uh, written versions of every fucking podcast I ever made. That's See how that works out. Uh, oh no, I don't know. Anyway, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking today's show seems a bit uh, subpar, if you don't mind me saying so. I don't mind you saying so, but you're not saying so. You're thinking it. Uh, you're thinking it and not being saying it out loud. So you're being dishonest in your silence. Although maybe you're not. Maybe you're thinking, uh, I don't want to say this out loud. In which case, uh, you're doing exactly what you think. So there's no hypocrisy 
narcissism in there at all. Uh, you're not being a hypocrite, that is to say. If you think, uh, I don't like today's episode, but I'm not saying it out loud, and then you don't say it out loud, then you're not being a hypocrite. Unless, in fact, you do really like this podcast, and you're thinking, you're thinking, I don't like this podcast, uh, then you're being dishonest. You're being dishonest. You're lying to yourself. And to what end? What end does that serve? What purpose uh, does it serve? I don't know. Can't imagine what. Uh, maybe you're trying to do a positive thinking thing, or you're thinking, oh, I'm trying to enjoy this bad podcast. So I'm going to think, uh, I like bad podcasts. And then I'm going to think, this is a bad podcast. And that'll be an exercise in positive thinking. Oh, no, that doesn't work. Because if you go by the sort of thing that you people say, uh, you probably think, if I tell the universe that this podcast is bad, uh, then the universe will just give me loads of bad podcasts now forever. Uh, that's not going to work. That's not how your man, uh, oh, your man who Brian Jude is making a film out of, he didn't get where he is today. Uh, basically, he was paralysed and uh, he, oh, he got into positive thinking and basically cured himself and he's uh, pretty much a, a god now. And Brian Jude is trying to make a film about a listener. Brian Jude is making a film out of this fella about this fella called the Miracle Man. Uh, go look her up. It's absolutely fucking fantastic. I have the t-shirt already and they haven't even made the movie yet. Uh, it's on the way though. Anyway, uh, this fella didn't get where he used to say it today by saying... Uh, Oh, look at me, I'm paralysed. I'm just going to give up and die now. He did not. He said, oh, uh, fuck this for sure, a load of shite. Uh, I'm going to get up off this bed and I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk all the way across around the world and then I'm going to become an astronaut. And that's pretty much what he's doing now. And then he said, Brian Jude's going to make a movie about me. And that's what's happening with that. Uh, anyway, where was it? Oh, yes, I was saying, I know what you're thinking there and all that crap about the podcast, bad podcast crap. Uh, well, it's not one of my greatest. I've had a cold the last few days. Uh, I've had a cold. Uh, a cold self. Myself as being cold, I presume. I presume that's what happened and it caused me to get a virus. Uh, vo- not, don't worry, not AIDS or SARS or anything. Just a common cold. A bug standard common cold. Uh, oh, the one that makes snot come out of your face. Uh, I don't know why you need a cold to have snot come out of your qua- face, quite frankly. Uh, if, you, if there's something, if there's a function of your face that's perfectly natural, you shouldn't need to have to catch a disease for it to function properly. No, no, these functions should work properly. Well, for example, I should be able to take a crap without having to give myself diarrhea. I don't think that's unreasonable expectation. I blame bad design. Bad design by Mother Nature, stupid bitch. Uh, Mother Nature, she spent half half of her training was spent in nursing. And then she goes and decides, oh, I'm going to be responsible now for the design of humankind and its evolution and all sorts of things for 8 million different species. Has she ever heard of specialising? No, no, you can't have the same person... Responsible for everything, uh, a brain a brain surgeon does not know anything about the feet, and he certainly doesn't know anything about rainforests. And uh, oh no, specialize, you stupid bitch! I'm under nature. Oh no, I specialize in nature, the nature of a whole ecosystem of a whole planet, and the eighty-five million different types of creatures living on it. Uh, she probably covers aliens as well. I don't know. Uh, fucking ridiculous. Uh, Mother nature, get a grip. You're listening to Into Your Head, hosted by Neil. 
Ireland's version of the Octomom. Except he's a dude. And has cats. Two dogs walk into a bar. One of the dogs goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, would you mind if I urinate here? And the man says, Oh, not her whole, go ahead. A second door down the end. And the dog says, uh, Oh, I was hoping I could just urinate here against your bar counter because uh, it's got a nice little corner here I could do it. Uh, but no, I suppose I go down there to the door. And the dog goes down there to the door. And he realises it's an aluminium door. And he says, Oh, I'd be very self self-conscious urinating against an aluminium door. As splatters all over the place. You can see the, the drips running down it for ages. Uh, and the door just soaks in and disappears. Just looks like a bit of a bit of a shadow on the wood. Uh, so he goes back up to the barman and says, Thank you very much, but I think I'll save it for later. And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, sir. Uh, would you like a uh, would you like a glass to put it into and I'll put in a doggy bag for you? And the dog says, Yes, please. Uh, wait a minute, what do you mean? And the man behind the bar says, Oh, it's just a joke. He said you're going to save it for later. So I thought you might like to urinate into a into a, a beer glass and then put it in a doggy bag and bring it home to, with you because you're saving it for later. And the dog says, Are you making fun of me? And the barman says, Oh. Oh, no, 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 yes, but only in a friendly way. I'm laughing with you, not at you. And the dog says, but I'm not laughing, nor am I capable of laughing. I'm a dog. Have you ever seen a dog laughing? And the barman says, now that you mention it, no, but I'm more of a cat person myself. And the dog says, fair enough. Have you ever seen a cat laughing? And the man behind the bar says, well, there's a thing on YouTube. Uh, where there's a cat looks like it's smiling its head off and laughing a bit although I suspect it's not really a laugh and the dog says exactly it's not really a laugh you suspect right it's not really a laugh animals don't laugh we've got more important things to attend to there's more to life than being amused you know or expressing amusement there's more to life uh, this, this species and this world and this civilization didn't get where it is today by laughing at other species trying to figure out how to have a piss in one of your uh, artificial buildings that you seem to insist on living in nowadays uh, since the industrial revolution and the man behind the bar says ah relax there take a chill pill doggy oh take a chill pill or get an injection of some kind uh, whatever your equivalent is uh, calm down would you like a pint of Guinness the dog says yes please I'll have a pint of your finest Guinness thank you and the man behind the bar says uh, well, you can't have one because you're a dog. Dogs don't drink Guinness, at least not uh, not while, while I'm in charge here. Maybe over my dead body they will. In fact, they won't probably will then because they'll have a little celebration because the man who stopped dogs from drinking beer all their lives is now dead. Uh, but until then, no. Uh, no beer for you. And the dog says, but Guinness isn't a beer. It's a stout or something, isn't it? And the man behind the bar says, uh, they're pretty much all come under the umbrella term beer. 
years, even though it's not the formal name for that group, uh, just as dogs come under the umbrella term of dogs. Uh, you're not just a dog, you're a, oh, you're probably some sort of an Alsatian or a Cocker Spaniel or a Jack Russell or some other breed. I don't even know what you are. What are you? The dog says, that's none of your business. Uh, I don't come up to you and say, what race are you? And the man says, that's because it's obvious. You can determine someone's race usually just by having a glance at their face. It's not difficult, but it's more difficult with a dog. And the dog says, no, it's not. We're all entirely different. Jack Russell is a little black and brown thing with a shitty little tail and Alsatian is a huge thing that's eating your face off if you're not careful. They're very easy to tell the difference. Uh, it's just that there's more breeds of us than there is of humans, so you might need to memorise more. But that's just called learning. A bit of learning never did anyone any harm. And the man behind the bar says, fair enough, uh, but anyway, hello and welcome to the show. And the dog says, what's that supposed to mean? And the barman says, doesn't matter don't worry your pretty little head about it and the dog says fair enough uh, but then the barman says oh i think i've made a mistake uh, this isn't this segment is no longer positioned in the early part of the show uh, it's more towards the end so i should have said uh, anyway good morning uh, rather than oh rather than uh, hello and welcome to the show it's a bit late to be welcoming people to things uh, even if they are a chicken or a dog or whatever the hell else Else is in this story i can't remember because i did it earlier uh but no uh, anyway uh, says the barman good morning sit bowsy sit good cat. <laughs>